Welcome into the J.P. Shadrick Podcast. We're back. It's Thursday, March 29th. Plenty to get to today, including a recap of the NFL annual meeting in Orlando earlier this week. Plus, after a few changes to the wide receivers room, we'll visit with second-year wide receiver Keelan Cole. Let's get right into it. Early this week, the NFL annual meeting took over the Ritz-Carlton Grand Lakes in Orlando. Executives and owners from all 32 teams meet each and every March. The big league news each year revolves around rule changes. There were some notable ones this year. The catch rule has been updated, but also players using the helmet to initiate contact with an opponent can now be ejected from the game no matter the position. There's still some talking through on this to be done after many players went on social media with concerns about the new rule in the last couple of days. Stay tuned to this one. Lots of talk still to come about that rule. Each year at the meetings, the Jaguars' top football executives speak with the media to recap everything in the offseason so far and continue to set the tone for the coming months. Jaguars owner Shad Khan spoke in Orlando and was asked a simple question about the Jaguars removing the tarps from Everbank Field in 2018. You know, you come from that, we won. We, we win three games, one of those is London. And it's, you know, I asked the players. And uh, last year, Tom was kind of, you know, hesitant. I don't know if we ought to be doing this. You know, is this competitive advantage? Or whatever? Well, uh, it was uh, a great game for us, uh, even with uh, some of the stuff. Uh, but what was the key lesson? The stadium was packed, and there were a lot of Jags fans. A lot of them didn't speak English, I understand, and maybe didn't even understand football. But, I mean, they had the gear on and they cheered at the right time. And then as the season went on, we noticed, you know, some of the games, uh, you know, were not, uh, we didn't have the energy in the crowd. And I think there were a lot of games we could have won. We just didn't have the people, and uh, you know, cheering us on. The Seattle game, I think Tom Dugdale tell you, if we didn't have the crowd pushing us on, uh, I mean, they put us over the edge. So uh, a key lesson for me is, I mean, I don't want to go back to when we don't have a home field advantage. That means no tarps. That means fans cheering the Jags on. A deep answer from the Jags owner there. More from Con coming during the State of the Franchise Address. That's on April 18th here at Everbank Field. The time is to be determined. Now to the football side. Executive Vice President of Football Operations Tom Coughlin has not really addressed the media regarding football since before the season, really. He's had an event for his J-Fund charity, but the football talk was limited that night. And since he last spoke, the Jaguars signed Blake Bortles to a three-year extension. And for Coughlin, the improvement in number five is the key. He's getting better. He's improving. And that's the whole key. I mean, some of his, his best games were in the playoffs. You can't ask for a better circumstance. In other words, you, you set it up. You want to know how a guy performs in big games. Two of his best quarterback ratings were in those games. So we definitely feel that, uh, that he's a, a young player. He's played a lot of football, but he's making progress in his game. And, uh, and we just look forward to, uh, to the continuance of that. In free agency, the Jaguars bolstered the offensive line with the signing of all-pro guard Andrew Norwell. They added another receiver in Dante Moncrief, added special teams help with a number of players as well. But they also re-signed receiver Marquise Lee. And for head coach Doug Marone, who spoke at the AFC Coaches Breakfast on Tuesday in Orlando, bringing back number 11 meant more than you might expect. If you look at the way Marquise played, people are going to look at more of this the statistics and really judge him on the stats of how he played but what I do what I would do is I would challenge everyone to watch the film and watch the job he did in the run game 
And I think it's very difficult when you, you know, you're talking about you want to be a physical football team, and then all of a sudden you're talking about, hey, we need our receivers to come down in there and crack and block on these safeties and really show this uh, physical nature of the game. I challenge you guys to go back and look at what Marquise Lee did in our run game. And people say, hey, listen, we did this running the football and did that. Marquise Lee was a big part, even though he's a wide receiver, he was a big part of what we did running the football. And and I don't mean that to take away from him being uh, a very good wide receiver. I'm, I'm saying that in the sense of an all-around player that, that does everything that we ask him to do. And he did an outstanding job in, in the run game. He's a very, very tough player. And uh, we're excited about him coming back. The full availabilities from Con Coughlin and Marone are available on the Jags website, jaguars.com. One position the Jaguars did not touch in the first wave of free agency, backup quarterback. Well, they changed that this week by executing a trade with the Cleveland Browns. They sent a conditional 2019 seventh-round pick to Cleveland for quarterback Cody Kessler. Now, Kessel was a third-round pick of the Browns back in 2016. He was the third-string option behind Robert Griffin III and Josh McCown. Well, in that 2016 season, Griffin and McCown got hurt early in the year. Kessler ended up making eight starts that year and completed 66% of his passes. For just under 1,400 yards, he threw six touchdowns and threw two interceptions in that season. Kessler played in only three games a year ago for the Cleveland Browns with limited time. Here he'll be a backup to Bortles. But from this perspective, the Jags could well add another quarterback in the draft. Likely not at 29 overall anymore, but it's possible to have a mid- or late-round rookie to groom. Time will tell. Now to our special guest today. The Jags signed Keelan Cole as an undrafted free agent out of Kentucky Wesleyan last season, and he made an immediate impact on the offense. 748 yards on 42 catches with three touchdowns in his rookie season and some scores in big times late in the year. That performance earned Cole an extra $345,000 through the performance-based pay program that's collectively bargained compensating all players based on playing time and salary levels. But how do they determine it? A player's regular season playtime is divided by his adjusted regular season compensation. So Cole, being an undrafted free agent, doesn't get a whole lot of money up front in, in NFL terms, but he had a lot of playing time and performed very well. He ended up with the fifth highest bonus in the league this year. Lunch is on you, apparently. You got some performance-based pay. Yeah, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, we can go to Roof Chris. Um, <laughs> where do you want to go? Wherever you want to go. Okay. That sounds good to me. McDonald's, yeah. then, if you say that's where I want to go. That's fine with me. I'll take a number four <laughs> with a Diet Coke. Uh, a lot has happened in this uh, offseason. We'll get to the, the changes in the wide receiver room coming up. But are you past the, the AFC championship game yet? Oh, Do you I'm ever all, get past it? Uh, way past it. Um, I was past it the day after it was over with. I mean, if you keep looking back on it, there's really nothing you can do. I, I watched the film that night, so that's all that really needs to be seen. I got better from the game, uh, watched my film, did my, my changes, and – Ever since then, I've just been trying to work to get better so that way the AFC game is not the last one that you talk, you talked about the next time we on this pack, podcast next, next year. Right. Uh, but it's it's the, the start of a drive for uh, to get better, right? I mean, that, that kind of drive – maybe not that game itself, mm-hmm. but the result and moving ahead. I mean, you got to get better from that result, right? Yeah, I mean, it, you can't win without losing. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was a tough one. We got, we got where we got, and it's over with. 
obviously, just like you said, we're going to talk about later, it's going to be a new team. So we're just going to have to start over. What is your daily routine right now? Today <laughs> is Thursday. What did you do today up to this point when we recorded this? Uh, today, I came in this morning, um, worked out. What do you work did, out? Did what a you, little, what's, your, what's your Thursday day? Uh, Thursday's upper body. And so I did a little upper body. Afterwards, I got done. I, I did a lower body just a little bit. And then when we get done here, I'm going to go in the indoor and do more. More? Yeah. How many hours a day are you here? Probably about five. In the off season? Yeah, it? probably five. Are you every day? Six, just because an hour of it's probably just hanging around. Doing stuff like this. Yeah, just know? talking and stuff. But yeah. Miles for the most Jack, part, you know, talking to him. You know. Andy, you know, yeah. talking to everybody. Oh, Shout out to everybody I talk to throughout the day. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, I'm I'm here. I like being here. Uh, I'm around football. If I'm home, I'm not doing anything other than trying to figure out what I can do football-related to get better anyway. So, I don't know. I, my whole life has really been about football my whole life. So, <laughs> I don't know what else to do, honestly. Well, now it's your profession. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it better be So, now it's like life. a hobby and it's just uh, you get paid for it too. So, I don't really know what else to do. It seemed you came in here as an undrafted guy last year, and there were a lot of big names on this in this wide receiver room, but you made your mark quickly in training camp and made your mark during the regular season, and as the season went on, you became a, a, a big part of this offense. Uh, has it changed the, the, the mentality of going into this season as opposed to last year? You're just trying to make it in the league last mm-hmm. year and, and find a roster spot. Now you're one of the key guys in that wide receiver room. Mm-hmm. Uh, has that changed you at all? Have you thought about how big that change is? Not really, because I still don't understand. Uh, like I, like you said, I came in in a, in a weird position, and I just took advantage of all the opportunities I could. So I really can't think in a way as if I got drafted or something. I came in, and you know, you come in, and you, you're you're learning, you're trying to figure out your spot. And now I really, I'm still trying to figure out my spot, but I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to you know to make sure that spot is is what the team needs. So if it's special teams, I'm, I'm on it. Uh, I'm going to do whatever I got to do. Uh, if, it's, if it's receiving, if it's a third receiver, regardless, I, I'm going to make sure that when my name's on it, it's going to be good. Keelan Cole with us. I have to reintroduce you. It's wow. audio. They may not know your voice by <laughs> now. You know, um, Allen Robinson's gone. Allen Hearns is gone. Marquise Lee is back. They've added Moncrief. But – that shows confidence in you, right? That those guys are gone. That what you guys did last year, they can roll with that moving ahead here as, a, as an organization. Is that kind of how you see it? That they're confident in what you can do? I, I really don't even think deep into that. That's the, that's their job. Just like my job is just to go out and catch the ball and, and score touchdowns. So I don't really think that far. Even if I wanted to, I really couldn't. So if you say that gives it, that's the confidence, then I'm I'm down with that too. Uh, I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. I'm gonna keep coming here, being here six hours a day, trying to get better, learning from my teammates, hanging with the teammates, and and Hearns and A Rob. They they only a call away. So if I I'm sure if I if I needed some advice or something like that, they they'll give it to me. So I mean they just playing for a different team. What did they do to help you last year? Honestly, since I mean they they was hurt a lot. So I mean A Rob, I, I definitely learned a lot during camp because it was just it was eye opener for me just to see the. Um, the, the skills that he had all in one. He had a great camp last year. And he didn't drop anything, didn't let anything touch the ground, regardless of where the ball was. He ran his routes crisp, sharp, in and out. And Hearns, I mean, they, they all was doing the same thing for me in camp. I mean, they all was running their routes to the best of their ability. I mean, and it just sucks that they got hurt or whatever. I still learn. The, the film is still up. 
you can still watch it. <laughs> you know, so it do, it doesn't go away. You can still learn right now from them, regardless of where they are. Even if the, I mean, A. Rod plays for the Bears, I'm gonna be watching the Bears. I'm gonna be watching him run routes, and the, same with with the Cowboys, and same with Marquise. Like he's here, so it's even better. It's just you can learn from anybody. It's just those are the the greatest connections I had because I was here with them. So I understand them better, so I can learn from them better. But I don't really see anything different going on, other than. We just gonna have different receivers, I guess. Different faces, yeah. In the room, different yeah. faces, but we all gonna come together like we did last year, and we're just gonna get the job done. Keelan Cole with us. What is the most important thing you have to work on in this off season? Is it on the field? Is it off the field? Is it a combination of things? What do they tell you if you don't mind sharing? And and what do you personally want to get done before um, training camps? I feel like it's both, but um, on and off the field, just time management. Is, I mean, I, I really don't feel like I've been doing bad, but obviously I feel uh, feel like if if my if I have to step in a, a bigger position, then I, I need to make more time to to get better faster. You know, uh, I need to get better as fast as I can, so that way each each day I come to practice, I'm the best of me, and it, it r- r- rolls over into the games when the games start coming. I, I take everything a day at a time. Said it multiple times on on the shows and stuff. Is I don't want to think far ahead because it's not there yet. So I'm just going to take everything seconds at a time and just keep trying to be the best I can. Blake Bortles, three-year extension. What do you think of the quarterback? How'd you guys get on last year? I'm I'm about to find Blake. I'm, I don't even have his number, but I need to find him so we can start getting whatever we need to do together. So uh, he's, a, he's a quarterback, so, I mean, that's how it goes. He throws the ball, you catch it. So if the more you see him throw it, the more I see me catch the balls from him, I feel like the better things will get. You want to give a shout-out to Miles Jack? Well, yeah, let, let's he, give another shout-out to Miles Jack yeah. and Andy since he's sitting over there. Yeah, and, and, and Joe, Fortunato. And every, everybody yeah. that's on the other side of that, that, that wall over there. Dave and Patrick. And, and the one in the headphones right here is nodding his head has, has, has actually running this stuff. Let's, <laughs> Joe, yeah. let's give everybody a shout-out. Yeah, everybody's here watching <laughs> this podcast. Everybody today. in the facility gets a shout-out today. Uh, trying to learn how to do this. So, hey, uh, Keelan, it's good to see you, man. Nice seeing you, too. Glad to have you back around, and uh, thanks for coming in. No problem. Thank you. Coming up, Jags Thursday Radio at 6 o'clock on Tintin XL Radio, Jaguars.com, and the Jags app. Jags Drive Time airs Tuesday morning at 8.30 on TuneIn Radio, and then Jaguars.com Live Wednesday at 1 on the team website. Our thanks to Jags receiver Keelan Cole for his time this week. And as always, a thanks to Jags manager of radio, Joe Fortunato. We'll catch you next time on the J.P. Shadrick Podcast.